Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Cats. There we go. <laughs> Let's talk Kit Kats. I was like, where am I? I can't hear I'm anybody. Say my voice. Let's talk Kit Kats on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, and what are we talking about? Kit Kats? Why well, are we talking about Kit Kats? There's a new flavor in town. And we need to discuss it as a family because I'm not really convinced. Um apple pie Kit Kats are a thing. Mm-mm. Why? No, they're no. coming uh, in July. Mm, why in July? Well, the only thing I could think of is like nothing is more American than apple pie. Oh, it's Fourth of July apple pie, maybe. Uh, but we don't eat apple pie per se uh, on the Fourth of July, right? I mean, some can. people do. I mean, you can. It's so but it's American. Not, it's. But my point is, like, I feel like apple pie is a fall no, thing. No, I agree with you. It's right? like a harvest experience. It's a harvest experience. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure, like, we'll try it. Okay, sure. Um, apparently, it's the standard crispy wafer surrounded by, this time, an apple pie flavored white cream. Um, the only difference is that one is a simple candy and the other is... And okay, that's the description. Um, okay, so anyway, this is a new flavor, and I thought, well, okay, that's fine. But there are so many other flavors of Kit Kat that I would rather try, right? Like we hear about how Japan is like uh, in a whole different level of Kit Kat magicalness. Yeah, um, I wish they would share their Kit Kat magic with us, right? Like we've tried a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, of we the tried weird like Kit- yeah, Kit we tried Kat like a green tea one. Didn't we do wasabi. Oh yeah, we yeah. did. That right? was there that was, was something. Purple one, a, a sake one. Mm-hmm. You oh, tried yeah, that's that right. one. I did try that one. It was kind of boozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was like shockingly boozy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just thought we could spend some time trying to figure out which Kit Kats we'd rather try. Well, let me give you some options and take your temp on some of the actual real ones okay. that exist. Um, Fried we chicken? talked about green tea. We've had did that, I think. Fri- yeah, we did. Yum. Did you say fried chicken? I was, it was Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about strawberry cheesecake? Okay. Brad? Um, I mean... I feel like that was a gimme. Why are you acting like that? Your hesitation <laughs> is curious. You think strawberry cheesecake is a no-brainer? Yeah. I don't know. I'm more on the chocolate side of things. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going chocolate okay. because there's more that are right. non like, for example, apple vinegar. Ew. Who in their right mind is what? Apparently that's a thing. No. Like apple cider vinegar? 
It just says apple vinegar. <laughs> How about sweet potato? Yes, Did I would try, try that. Did we try that one? I feel like we tried that. Was, was it purple? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was um, a Japanese one. Yeah. There, wasabi, we tried. Yep. Um, and then there's the sakura one. So that's cherry Cherry blossom. blossoms. Um, I don't want that because I don't want anything floral because here's what I do know. Oof. Anything floral tastes like a candle. Yeah, I don't want to eat the candle wax. Yep. And especially, like, can I just be real? The outside of Kit Kats can be kind of waxy. Oh, for sure. So it really would taste yeah. like you were eating a Yankee candle. Mm-hmm. Um, how about chocolate banana? Yeah, I guess I would try that. I'd, I'd definitely be interested in trying it. I would like to tell you what it looks like because I don't know if it would be visually appealing. It kind of has like zebra stripes, like yellow and brown. So uh, Generally yellow and brown. It just looks a little bit like... <laughs> Um, experience a porcelain experience um how about just straight up lemon well we've had the lemon cream and that was actually really good i don't remember that one um sweet corn okay now i mean somebody's drunk somebody is totally <laughs> drunk and asleep sweet corn yeah. no thank you and for the one person who's going to call and be like oh my god i love the sweet corn cake hat it's so good you're lying how about grape how do nope. you feel about grape? Zero chance. Not grape happening. is not a flavor that lends itself to anything other than grapes. Or like grape bubblegum. Those are my only two. Oh, God. Or grape soda? I used to drink grape soda as a kid, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to do an entire oh, can. I bet you're right. Well, first of all, you'd be bouncing off the walls. Weren't we going to try the grape shake? Experiment? Oh, yeah, the, the purple ape. cow. The purple grape. cow. Oh, yeah. What's a grape ape? That's a shot. Oh, grape okay. ape is um, yeah, isn't that like a uh, moonshine and I don't know. I probably something? threw it and up purple in my stuff. early twenties. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if there's any other. We had we tried the birthday cake, right? Sounds familiar. Yeah, I feel like we've tried that one. Um, I mean they do, uh, but I'm not here for apple pie Kit Kats. It just seems like it's gonna taste. It's. It's, it's not going to taste good. Although, okay, here's... Well, if they wanted to do something in observance of the 4th of July, I feel like that was really their only other... Their only option. Well, they could have done what Oreos did, and they could have created, like... Um, something red, white, and blue? No, they could have put Pop Rocks in them. Oh, that would have been fun. Right? So you put them in your mouth and pew, 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 pew. That would have been fun. Apparently, they had an Easter egg banana flavor from Japan at one point. What? How? What? Can you help me understand that better? Easter, Easter egg, egg paint banana flavor. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't understand. Um, well. Nobody else wants Kit Kats. Apparently not. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching at home this weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Every Friday at this time, we like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. Uh, he likes to tell us what we should be watching this weekend. This is the... Did I already say that who we are? Whatever. No. Let's just say it's us, Colleen and Bradley. Hi. You know. You know what you're doing here. And this is our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hello. Hi. You guys make me laugh so hard. Oh, my gosh. I Bradley talking about eating 
his jelly bellies in bed in the last hour made me laugh so hard I cried. Um, no shame. Oh my gosh, no shame I loved it in the so jelly much. belly game. Um, but Paul McGuire Grimes, uh, what can Bradley eat jelly bellies in bed while he watches this weekend? Well, there's a couple of different options. Uh, the first one that we should talk about is the King of Staten Island, and this is the new one from Judd Town. It stars Pete Davidson. There's a guy named Scott who, when he was a kid, his dad died in a tragic fire. Uh, he was a firefighter. And now, as an adult, Scott needs to grow up and deal with his dad's death if he wants to be happy for his mom's new relationship and start his own tattoo business. Okay, so some of this sounds a little bit close to home right. for um, Pete, Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah, so it very much is inspired by his his real life. I mean, the character in the movie is a stoner. He doesn't have his act together. In real life, Pete is kind of known for that, too. But mm-hmm. when Pete was a kid, his dad died on 9-11. And they've taken that portion of it out of the movie. But it really is that kind of cathartic release for Pete because he co-wrote, he co-wrote it with Judd Apatow. And Judd Apatow does that really well where he finds young comedic talent and then kind of helps give them a platform to tell their story, mm-hmm. um, you know, to kind of work through things, if you will. And can we just really quickly, as an aside... Say that you talked to Judd Apatow? <laughs> I did. I got to interview him this week through Zoom, you know. So I've done a lot of press junkets in the past where I go to New York or L.A. or even London, talk to actors or directors. And now because of everything that's going on, they're doing these now through Zoom. So I got to be in my theater room and then talk to Judd Apatow. So that interview is up on my YouTube channel, Paul's Trips to the Movies, or it'll also be on Twin Cities Live later today. So we talked about Pete and tattoos. And then kind of I found out what he's streaming right now, too. What's he streaming? He's streaming Rami and Fleabag and Barry, because he really loves Bear, uh, Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. So you can check him that out. I told him about Dead to Me because he's worked with Linda Cardellini and Christine Applegate before, so that's on his list. So it was kind of fun to have that chat to kind of talk about dealing with death and recovery and tragedy. And, you know, it's a very different movie for Judd. It's kind of a slice of life like he's done before, but it's not that kind of big, out loud, laugh last minute riot that maybe train wreck was or the four year old version this is a lot more contemplative and sobering okay so this is so interesting because one of the things i love about judd apatow movies is that they speak to me like for example i'm thinking of specifically um this is 40 yeah parts of that movie that spoke so directly to people who were experiencing that time of life at the same time Um, And and so he does such a beautiful job of finding humor in the mundane and the daily. Is are we going to see that part of him in this movie? You will. You will see a lot of that. And I think if you are a Pete Davidson fan, you'll really like this. Or if you've been in that place, maybe in your 20s, where you don't want to grow up, you don't want to have to deal with your stuff, you will get that. Now, Pete's character, too, is kind of annoying. He has a hard time dealing with things. You know, the first half of the movie, you're like, just move on already. Just grow up. And then in the second half, he really starts to spend time with firefighters, and he's really learning all about these kind of silent heroes and who his dad could have been and probably was. You know, so he's like, oh, other people have bigger issues than I do, you know? So it's really that kind of reflective nature that this movie takes on, too. Mm-hmm. I really love the second half more than the first, but it's, it's, it is too long, I will say. It's, and Judd movies tend to be too long. That's what I was going to say. That's sort too. of a hallmark of Judd Apatow <laughs> as well, right? Yeah, I mean, you could cut out like 20 minutes. So overall, how many ticket stubs? 
I'm giving it three out of five ticket stops. Okay. You know, I think that there's a lot you can take away from this, whether or not you like Pete's character. And I think that Pete has potential for film because it's a very raw, open, and he doesn't care how he comes across the movie. And I think that's an admirable quality for actors. Um, so just a reminder to people, they can see your interview uh, from the press junket with Judd Apatow, both on Twin Cities Live today and on your social media, um, on your YouTube channel. Yes. Yes. Perfect Paul's yeah, trip Paul's to the trip movies. To movies. Yeah. All right. So give us another uh, hit us hit us with another uh, something we can be watching this weekend. Yeah. So on Netflix, there's a Netflix movie called The Love Birds that's now available. It starts Kumail Nanjiani yes. and Issa Rae as a couple who are they've been together for a few years now. They're bickering and they find themselves in the middle of a hit and run. And they then kind of evade the police because they're too afraid that the police are going to think that they're the suspects when they're mm. not. So it's kind of this like. Amazing race style, on the run, action comedy slash rom-com with the two of them as the leads. Okay. This was supposed to hit theaters, but then with everything going on and theaters not happening, Netflix picked it up and is airing it too. So they've been like, Netflix has been pushing this one pretty heavily. Um, Mm -hmm. And I keep on saying, putting it, like I keep on saying, we got to watch that one next. We got to watch that one next. Um, Once we're done with Killing Eve, don't even get me started. Um, (laughs) But, um, but I am like that. It looks so good. Is it, is it, is Is it it funny? Is it good? It's funny. Yes. I mean, there were times where Ryan and I were laughing super hard because we related to them in some of the fights that they have as a couple. And I don't mean, like, fights. I just mean, like, bickering about silly things I think all couples do. There's a lot of that humor in the movie, and they are so good together. Like, their banter and how they play off each other really saves the movie because we've seen movies like this time and time again. You know, we've seen... um, It's not a buddy cop, but it kind of falls along those lines, but it's a rom-com slash action comedy. But because they're so so fun to watch it kind of keeps going and it's not it's not even 90 minutes it's 87 minutes so it's a nice fun lighthearted, maybe good way to end friday wind down the day yep have a cocktail if if you decide and there's a big reference to eyes wide shut in it which i just got a big kick out of all right and uh did you say how many ticket stubs for that one three out of five for that okay you know it's easy breezy and light and finally uh, this last one comes to us from Amazon Prime. Yes, this movie is fantastic. It's called The Vast of Night. Again, it's 90 minutes and it's a sci-fi thriller, kind of compared to like an episode of The Twilight Zone, where it takes place in New Mexico, early 1950s, small town. And this young girl, teen girl that works at a oh. phone dispatch board, hears sounds coming to the board that they can't figure out. And then there's things circling in the air. <gasps> so over the course of 90 minutes... It's very kind of close in time. It's the third kind. It's Twilight Zone. It's a really stylish. You won't know anyone in the movie, which is really key, too. And you'll be in for a really thrilling ride. I did see a trailer for this. Um, now that you mentioned it, I just Googled it to, to look at it. And I'm mm-hmm. reminded I saw this. Where did, uh, like, where did this come from? Yeah, as a beginner filmmaker... Um, and Amazon picked it up, and it's. And I think it was supposed to be in theaters as well. I mean, it would play really well in a big theater. But again, you can find it at home. And I think because no one knows the filmmaker or the cast, it's kind of it's almost easier to kind of get into the story if you kind of are open to, you know, close encounters or like, it, could there be alien life out there? What you know, Roswell type story. And it's just made so well. There's times where you feel like you are 
like going through the town like as if you are the alien. There's times where you feel like you're watching the actual episode because it's structured as if it's an episode of TV that you're watching. It's a little hard. You get it when you see it. Like the the ratio formats are different throughout the movie too. It's just so well done and very different at the same time too. You don't see a lot of movies like this anymore. Okay, so I have a question because my kids are starting to get curious about like slightly creepy movies, right? And we don't want to, you know, we don't want to scare them too much right off the bat. Is this appropriate for like 13 and 10? I would say so. It's I would I would say that's not it because it's so edge of your seat. It's not really scary, and they don't show anything until the end. Okay. So you're not gonna you're not gonna have like aliens flying at your face at all. Like it's very like what is going on? What do they see? Is something out there? Type of thing. So you're building that mystery in your head. So the kids will kind of build whatever story they want. To. Okay, I love and again, this. It's free on Amazon Prime. So if they're yeah, too that scared, then that's just true. Turn we just off. turn it off, and it's the rating is PG-13. Okay, so how many ticket stubs for... Four out of five ticket stubs for that. I don't want people to miss out on it. You know, it's a small little thing, but it's it's a real treat when you watch it. Right. Again, that's called like The Vast of Night. Yes. Ooh, Paul McGuire Grimes, thank you so much for uh, keeping for us me. updated Thanks, on all the good things that are out there. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next you week. Too. See you later. That's, that's Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. Again, you can catch his interview with Judd Apatow on his YouTube channel, Paul's Trip to the Movies, or on Twin Cities Live coming up today. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. You want to talk about some dumb people doing dumb things? Let's do it! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. But where are we going first? England. Yes, Angleterre. What's going on? We're going to England, where we're going to meet a 22-year-old Daniel Allen, who had um, enjoyed some reefer. Some reefer? Yes, he'd been smoking the marijuana. Okay. Um, Actually, I don't know what he'd been smoking, but he was high. Um, He was high at about 4.30 a.m. on a Tuesday, and he broke into his grandmother's house. Um, why? Because he was hungry. Why didn't he just, like, knock on her door? I mean, I don't know, at 4.30 a.m., maybe he didn't want to wake her. Well, that's fair She might have been in fragile health. Um, His grandmother, Granny, was woken up by her cats meowing at Daniel. And she came downstairs, and what did she find? Him eating her food? Him eating her food. Not just any food. He was mowing down some hot dogs in Granny's kitchen. Were they cooked? That I don't know. You know I do not have that information. In an emergency, just microwaving those suckers on a mm. like paper towel. That's that's all you need, really. I mean, yeah. like what else? Like 
nobody wants to spend the time to boil them. Although, pro tip, if you're making macaroni and cheese and you are going to put um, hot dogs in the macaroni and cheese, just go ahead and boil them with your noodle water. The noodle water. Yeah. And you're fine. What? Oh, well, thanks for that tip, what? Heloise. You're welcome, you guys. You're welcome. You can even cut them up beforehand if you'd like. What? And then you just drain it all together and mix it up. It. You're welcome. Any whoosie whatsie. Uh, he, I don't know if he boiled them or if he just popped those in the microwave. Pretty sure he didn't grill them. But apparently he, Daniel, Allen, and his granny got into, quote, an unpleasant confrontation. Well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she called the cops. Good. Um, Bye. Daniel was arrested for burglary and theft. From his own grandmother. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it was he reportedly thieved well i mean hot dogs a dollar 25 worth of hot dogs he did plead guilty in court yesterday he'll be sentenced later this year can i just say something that's probably unpopular yeah well did he really need to go to jail for a hot dog could we have figured out a better way to deal with that situation that's the thing is I don't know what I don't know like how bad his altercation with Granny was. I mean, assuming he wasn't violent, that's the thing. Maybe that's we could teach him a know. lesson in another way, right? Versus like, I mean, a dollar's worth of hot dog. Oh, so I do just want to throw this in the mix because this is important. Um, Daniel Allen was already under a conditional discharge. Ooh, did yeah. he take penicillin for that? <laughs> That's a really good question. I don't know. He um he was uh convicted of criminal damage because he'd previously broken a window at his grandma's house. Okay, so, so he's got some grandma issues. Yeah, he's got he's got a mark on Granny. Yeah. So okay, so maybe this was like one of those things where it was like, all right, buddy, we gave you a warning the first time. Yeah. This time, okay. you're going to the who's guy. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. There you go. Okay. Hot dogs. What do you I, got, I trainer? I love a hot dog right now. Oh, okay. I can arrange that. Oh, wait, that didn't Ew. sound good. I, I'm just saying. I guess I'm glad I, I didn't say that. I have kids, so we have hot dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our kids like hot dogs. Yeah, no, I get it. That's a kid food. Holly's just a creeper. <laughs> what? <laughs> um... Where was that? That was in England. Engl- jolly old England. Jolly old England. Now, let's cross back over the pond and go to our favorite state of all, Florida. Florida! Favorite state for this particular segment, anyway. Um, I want to tell you about Jenna Sims. She was, she is 29 years young. Mm-hmm. She was at a Tampa area thrift store. Apparently, mm-hmm. we're doing thrift stores in Tampa. Uh, and she... Ended up getting into a confrontation with Paul Turner, who was 50. Now, the reason she got into a confrontation is what earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. And I will say she's a crazy, stupid COVID idiot. Oh, dear. Which means that's COVID-19 related. Mm-hmm. Her idiocy is is uh, pandemical. You want to guess what she did? I mean, she probably like sneezed or licked, <laughs> sneezed on somebody or licked something. It's usually one of those things, right? Yeah. Sneezing, coughing, refusing to wear a mask. Well, this is one I haven't heard of yet. Apparently, cops say that uh, Ms. Sims was upset upon spotting Mr. Turner doing something in the aisle. Um, So she saw this guy, Paul Turner, 50 years old, mm -hmm. doing something she didn't like in the aisle. Oh, was he peeing? No. 
Oh, okay. remember I said it was crazy, stupid, COVIDian. Okay. Oh, hey, no, Holly. he was not rubbing. He was the he picking his nose. No, he was going the wrong way oh. down a one-way aisle. Yes, we've had something similar take place during crazy, stupid now, idiots. You do know that. Um, that seems like a, a thing that might happen because people just forget. And then yeah. you go, hey, guess what? We're going a different direction. Then you go, oh, sorry, and move along. Well, no, she didn't. She wasn't having it. According to the criminal complaint, the six foot three, 220 pound Turner did not suffer any injuries from the five foot four, 125 pound Sims, even though she combated him. I just, I mean, is the right thing to do in that moment to get closer to the person? Well, that's why I think it's so hilarious. Like, you're angry at a person who's not social distancing appropriately. And so your remedy is to get even closer to them. Like, presumably you're upset because you're afraid they're going to give you something. And so you run towards it. I don't, I don't get that. I don't really get it either but could i also just use this moment to remind people that we still are in a pandemic and um social distancing well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know important. it if you looked at social media um and a friend of mine sent me some video of people over at a bar mm. downtown they were not social Guys, distancing. Uh, social distance please just you know just trying to keep things even steven thank you six feet wear a mask Thank you. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. All right. So what's going to happen to these two? Uh, They were brought up on murder charges and going to get the chair. Wow. Okay. That's a lot that I wasn't ready for. She was arrested. Okay. All right. Um, Okay. So my next story, I want to tell you, this is a bizarre story. Okay. I like bizarre. This took place in Russia. Okay, and it started. It starts in 2019, when um, Lilia Korzenko uh, is driving down the street in her fancy uh, Audi car. Is it an Audi? Uh, it might be it an Innie. Yeah, it could be an Innie. <laughs> anyway, she's got a fancy car. Sorry, it's a Volkswagen T Tiguan SUV. I, I wanted one of those. Did you? Yeah, they're real nice. Yeah, see, fan- she's driving down the street in her fancy Earl's car, and she runs into a 12-year-old who's riding his bike. He sustained, like, he gets a ton of injuries, oh, God. but he's now recovering from them. Okay? okay, so that's not even the crazy, stupid idiot part. Here comes the crazy, stupid idiot part. Now, in 2020... Um, Ms. Lilia Kurzenko sued the 12-year-old's family. What? Why? Because her car got dented. By the kid that she by hit? By the kid that she hit that sustained major injuries. Plot twist, she won. What? How did she win? She won the lawsuit. So part of her um, case was based on the fact that there are laws about and traffic regulations about minors um dry, like riding their bikes on roadways on okay. so there's a there's a regulation that states that minors under the age of 14 can only ride their bikes on pavement and bike paths but not on roads and this kid was 12 years old so he wasn't supposed to be 
in the roadway where he was when she hit him uh-huh. with her car, which was then dented. So she won the lawsuit. That is insane. Russia is. I mean, that's issues. messy, right? Um, so now the family needs to pay her somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,500 for the damages to her fancy car that she hit the kid with who sustained massive injuries, some of which he won't be able to actually deal with until he's 20 in his 20s because he like chipped off two of his permanent teeth in the front oh and they God. won't they won't fix them until he's in his 20s oh my God. i know it's crazy this woman she really right? needs a hobby and it's Agreed. not suing children or thank former you. children thank you when we come back on the colleen and bradley show tis the time we play a little game that game is called the throwback, throwback live. live we're gonna do that after this on my talk 1071.